Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Track and field coaches at schools all over the country continue to look for ways to get their athletes to, to perform at levels that they don't know they're capable of. And we don't know if the coach at an elementary school in Cocoa Beach, Florida, did this on his own, but even if he didn't, the result is the same. He sent his kids out to the track for a practice run yesterday. They ended up running really fast because they found a three-foot-long alligator, alligator on the track. <laughs> Wildlife officials say the gator probably came from a nearby retention pond, which is fenced to keep alligators in, but as it turns out, gators can climb fences, which is probably the scariest thing in that entire story. <laughs> I had no idea they could do I that. I didn't either. It's kind of one of those things It's like, they can probably do just about anything they want to if they're so inclined and because it's mating season and, you know, they're more inclined. <laughs> I wonder where you were going with that. Yeah. And you stopped with inclined. <laughs> MIT students yeah. turned an on-campus dome yeah. into a Captain America shield. Really? Now, the fact that the students thought that was hilarious, though, points exactly to why they belong back in the labs (laughs) doing work that actually matters. Okay. Before we get any farther along this morning, does anybody need to go to the bathroom? If you need to go, go now during the news update. No, don't go. Because once we get started, yeah. it's going to be we're, so exciting. We're not stopping. We're not stopping. So if you've got to go, go right now. Well, Cliff, I didn't think I'd ever hear myself say this, but it is yeah. true. I am absolutely not looking forward to payday next week. <laughs> why is that? Well, I'll tell you why. I got an email this morning. Yeah. Work email. Yeah. Saying that uh, from the boss, there's going to be a little something extra in my pay envelope. Extra. Next week, yes. Frequently, those words are said when there's going to be extra money. A little extra means like a bonus or a raise or a gift. But I'm smarter than that, Cliff, because (laughs) the last time I was instructed that, it was his grocery list. Oh, he wanted you to go do shopping. I had to go. Not want. I had to go. (laughs) And I don't have time for that, Cliff, to be honest with you. Well, as long as he gave you money for the shopping. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's a darn good thing there wasn't a major disaster in the state of Florida Tuesday because managing the response to it would have proven exceptionally difficult. The reason was posted to social media by Florida Division of Emergency Management Director Jared Moskowitz himself, the man in charge. As he said, he could not get into his office, and he was threatened with assault if he should try to enter the doors to his agency's main office. In fact, the perpetrator basically held the entire building hostage for a good while. No one allowed in the front door. The perpetrator, or perpetrators as it were, two angry Canada geese who threatened to attack anyone who approached the front door of the agency's building in Tallahassee. Moskowitz posted video of the aggressive goose on social media. Then it was decided, uh, well, it was better to enter through the back door. 
We'd have never fallen victim to an aggressive goose, but my guess is the back door would be the last place you'd want it to go. <laughs> I was thinking it sounds like a vodka. <laughs> Enjoy the purity of our stunning goose. Or aggressive goose. Our aggressive goose. Did I hear right on the AP News, Cliff, that a cast member from Star Wars recently yes. passed away? Yes, that's correct. And I can't remember the actor's name, but he played Chewbacca, which is the... So basically, he was the character who put on the fur suit to be the Wookiee. That just sounds weird <laughs> when you say that. To be the Wookiee. He put on the fursuit to be the Wookiee. That's just, yeah, that's weird. Well, it is sad, you know, passing of anybody, but it's yeah. a little bit more, I think, with this gentleman because, well, tomorrow is May the 4th, and as a lot of the fans know, yeah. it's also known as Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Yes. Right? Yes. So to all of you Star Wars fans, yeah. live long and prosper. Wait, wait, whoa, 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 hold on there. No, you, you've got your science fiction all messed up. Shame on you. That's not right? <laughs> no, that's, that's not right at all. Good Lord. Well, according to you, Cliff, and numerous text messages, yeah. I must have uh, must have misspoke and uh, created a little foo paw here this morning. You mean with your um, mixture of the uh, Star Trek comment, live long and prosper, in the middle of the Star Wars discussion? Yes. You didn't just create a faux pas. You, my friend, amongst the world of science fiction fans, have committed blasphemy. <laughs> well, excuse me for not keeping up with the pretend space travel shows <laughs> that have been out for many years. That's just it. They've been out for many years. The Kentucky Derby is going yes. to be run, mm -hmm. and already the favorite has been dropped out. I saw that. They were, they were scratched. Yes. Yes. Due to a cough and breathing problems. So obviously, e-cigarettes aren't as harmless as a lot of us think. <laughs> They're talking about the horse, you know. That's right. He wouldn't be on that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, they, they wouldn't let the horse smoke an e-cigarette. Or any cigarette, for that I matter. I would say, yes, they probably would, yes. <laughs> Why is it necessary for me to say these things? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I did look up how much you win, though, if you're the winning horse. If you're the, well, well, if the, you're the winning owner. horse, you don't win anything. Well, you get the um, <laughs> the rose thing That's they stick right. around your neck. Yeah, and it's got thorns in it. You can't eat it. Yes. <laughs> well, you get $1.86 million. If you're the owner of the If you're the owner of the, the Kentucky of the Derby. And okay. the jockey on that horse would get about 10% okay. of the winnings. Yeah. And then they pay all the way down to fifth place. Okay. Fifth place wins ninety thousand bucks. All right. And the and the uh, jockey will get five percent of that. But if you're sixth on down and you're the yeah. jockey, yeah. Well, the owner gives you a whole couple hundred dollars, <laughs> and there you are for your day's work. <laughs> so if you're like if you if you're the jockey of the horse that comes in like eighth in the Kentucky Derby, yes, you're gonna get paid a couple hundred bucks. Couple hundred bucks. Okay. Thanks for showing up. Yeah. And taking your life <laughs> into your own hands. That's right. Because lest we forget. This is a sport where, while the competition is going on, there's an ambulance following the horses around the track to pick up any jockey who might, you know, fall off and get trampled. <laughs> and the winner's cliff? Yeah. Wow, what a life. Eventually, they'll end up on a stud farm. Yeah. The losers of the Kentucky Derby? Then what happens to the losers of the Kentucky Derby? Taco Bell burrito? I don't know <laughs> no, what they, I don't know no, what they do with the losers. No. Is that no. not true? I don't no, know. That, that's, that's not true at all. 
Well, Cliff, in the news yes. this morning, mm. Rick Springfield. We haven't heard from him in quite some time. No. There's a part of me that's like, he's still performing? He's still alive? Oh, yeah, he's, he's still, still alive. Oh, okay. Rick Springfield. Yes. Okay. Haven't. It's been a while. You know, and I remember when he was on General Hospital. That's how old I am. Wow. Do you remember that? Well, I've heard that. I never have watched the show, oh, but okay. I heard that. Yeah. But uh, Rick has unveiled an orchestral version of his song, Jesse's Girl. Really? And he goes on to say that okay. if you know, fans like that, okay. he plans to do this with his other hits like... Um, oh, wait, um, hold, wait, hold on. I've got that, right, that list right here. Okay. Um, yeah, this piece of paper is blank. Oh. <laughs> well, he's going to have one. That's all he had. So he's going to have one more of the same thing. It was late last year when the news broke. The birth rate in Japan, now the lowest level in history. Officials with that country remain worried about the declining and aging population numbers. And they continue to look for ways to stop the overall shrinkage of the population, which is said to be caused by low fertility rates. Perhaps that's why Prime Minister Shinzo Abe posted the video to social media that he did this week. He'd received the gift from a Canadian woodworker during a recent visit to that country and decided it should hang in his weekend cabin. It was a wooden door knocker in the shape of a beaver. And the video shows him hammering a nail into place, thus providing all of his countrymen fresh instructions on the proper way to nail a beaver. You may think I'm making this up, but I, I swear this is true. The yeah. Centers for Disease Control have issued yeah. new guidelines advising all of us yeah. Not to wash chickens before you cook them. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. You're supposed to, everybody said, to wash the everybody chicken. Everybody always said, wash a chicken before you cook it. And now they're saying, yeah. do not do that. Okay. It's safer because there's less chance of you spreading dangerous germs if you don't wash it. So today is the day, Cliff. Yeah. My laziness has finally paid <laughs> off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Because my philosophy has always been, yeah. no matter what, yeah. the heat will kill it. That's just my philosophy. Well, yeah, Forget that's why they want enough. you to cook it to a certain temperature. Right. So now they're saying, quit washing them, leave them alone. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't really know. Did you not that wash I'm, your chicken? I never have washed a chicken. Have you not really? No, like a turkey. You know, I, when you I thaw would. out a turkey at Thanksgiving time when you cook a whole turkey. You mean, I've, yeah, I've, I've washed the turkey, but I never scrubbed a chicken. Well, I don't know if you're supposed to scrub it, but I'm just thinking, I guess yeah. a turkey now would be the same thing. All right. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, I guess so. Makes sense. Sometimes, Cliff, people, they just don't realize what you really are. What are you talking about? Well, this happened to me this morning when I got here at 4 o'clock. There was a couple yeah. of voice messages on my phone okay. back in my cubicle hole. Yeah. And the voice messages were from a couple of listeners, both okay. of them, wanting me to know that there's a new suspension bridge that's going to be opening up in Gatlinburg later this month. You know, I saw that on Facebook. It's a, looks like, what, 600 and some odd feet long? Like 680, 700 yeah, foot long. it's like more than two football fields. Yes. Suspension bridge. And uh, It's hanging from wires from one peak to the next. I guess that's where they saw it on Facebook, and okay. they thought I would be interested in that, and I yeah. appreciate the uh, thought. Yeah. It's always nice to get some information mm. outside of this studio. Agreed. But, Cliff, you don't know me. I'm not going to be walking 700 foot anywhere, because <laughs> then I have to walk 700 foot, foot back, back, and I'm not going to do that. 
If you recall, <laughs> a few years ago, I yeah. actually went to Gatlinburg. Yeah. And I climbed up to that Clingman's Dome oh, thing. Oh, yeah, over in the National... In that's in actually in North Carolina. That's in the uh, Smoky Mountain National Park. See, I didn't Clingman's even know where I was Dome. at, trying yeah. to walk up that thing. <laughs> you went to the top of Clingman's Dome? I actually did. That's a hoof right there. Well, <laughs> there were some bad words said on the way up. I will say that, uh, I don't know if the mountaintops have ever heard such language, I'm sure but they, they heard it that yeah, day. Probably, yes. And that was what freaked me out. Yeah. The couples yeah. that were walking and laughing and talking and literally pushing their children up this thing yeah. in strollers, which mm -hmm. the sign says, no strollers allowed, but there was but people But there were strollers, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. I don't have time or the energy to even yeah. speak as I'm going up. The, I'm focusing entirely on just trying to breathe as I'm walking up this thing. That's my focus point. Did you have to stop and rest? A million times. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. You know, they have those. They have uh, benches periodically. I didn't make it to the benches. <laughs> I stopped before the benches and just laid there on the rocks. <laughs> like a fish out of the water. It just... and, then, and then you get to the top of Klingman's Dome and you got to walk up this pathway this concrete arch thing that walks up to this tower. Yes. So you're still not done going up. That's yes. I thought when I got to the top, if yeah. this <laughs> this ordeal is over, <laughs> and it wasn't. And apparently, on the uh, good weather days, you can see from the top of that tower at Clingman. You can see hundreds of miles. I don't know about that. It was clear that day. Well, it was clear, you know. I had no oxygen in my brain. I couldn't hardly couldn't, see you anything. Wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't know if it was clear or not. No, it was bad. <laughs> People were calling me yeah. the angry walker as I was going up this thing. Never again. <laughs> Suspension bridge. Never going to do that either. <laughs> Never going to do that. I wouldn't normally mention this this early in our program, Cliff. But what do you mean this early? It's way early. It's like 12 till 9. Okay. And I am extremely worried, and I mean very worried, about what's going on here. What because are you I don't understand what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you know exactly what I'm talking I have no idea about. what you're talking about. You have been punching on that laptop over there way too much this morning. I know you're up to something on the Take It to the Bank. Am I'm, I correct? I'm researching the topic for the Take It to the Bank, which is like uh, 45 minutes from now. I just want to make sure I've got all the facts in a row. You've been working on that since before 8 o'clock this morning. Well, I'm dedicated to my craft. <laughs> and Cliff? Yes? I can't believe that it's been on the TV this long. What's that? But CBS has renewed Price is Right for really? the 48th season. Really? This is going to be year number 48 yes. for the Price is Right. That's hard. Did you have any idea that it had been on TV I know it had been long? on for a long time, but I didn't realize... It started when I was, what, like seven? <laughs> Man. That's just crazy. It's crazy. Well. And how many hosts are we on now? Like the third one? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Good grief. You'd think by now we'd all know the price of what a box of rice aroni costs. <laughs> yeah, but if you watch that show, no one seems to know. No, it's like uh, $212. <laughs> no, it's two forty nine. Yeah, Pretty close, yeah. yeah. Cliff, the irony mm -hmm. of this entire story is. What's that? At least to me. Yeah. If you want one of these, yeah. you probably aren't going to look very good in it to begin with. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, nothing makes me think, yeah. boy, that's one nice looking look right there on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Than Taco Bell. <laughs> really? Yes. You see, they've come out, Cliff. Yeah. And TacoBell.com. For a mere $60, you can buy yeah. a Taco Bell bikini. 
that is basically <laughs> just pictures of their sauces stacked yeah, together. Those little packets with yes. all the hot, medium, mild, and fire sauce. Yes. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Sauce packet bikini. Yes. I just don't think it, you're going to look good in that, no matter what. Why, why would you say? I mean, I know I wouldn't look good in it, but why are you saying that? What are you basing I just that don't on? think that's a good look to have the packets all over you. Now, if they had a taco, if you look like a taco. If you look like a taco. That would be okay. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get that look, though, in a bikini. Well, that's up to the fashion designers. I'm not a designer. Oh, you're just a fashion critic. I'm Well, on that. <laughs> 60 bucks for that. Well, it's not worth $60. Not even close. No. Well, Cliff, you're going to get the award for so far this month, although yeah. it's early, mm-hmm. the oddest request that I've had. You see, really? we get a lot of requests from listeners that want to play certain yeah. songs mm-hmm. or hear something, or occasionally they want us to do something. Okay. But Cliff, yes. for the Take It to the Bank this morning, yeah. asked me if I could find a piece of music. Oh, oh that. Yeah, I for- yes. forgot about that. Yeah. A piece of music yeah. from Mozart. Which isn't usually played no, on really. this station. No, we don't really hear classical music on this station. Not a lot. Not any. But Cliff wanted that yes. to be played right. while he's doing today's Take It to the Bank yes. feature. Because the topic of discussion on Take It to the Bank, as I finish up my week of that duty, you might say, is about Mozart. And what could go wrong with that? <laughs> we'll get there, don't worry. I'm sure we will. <laughs> Because it's your duty. <laughs> and now, for the final time this week, I handle Take It to the Bank. Cue the Mozart. We, there have been many times on this program when you said I was our resident 12 year old boy. But I'm not the first person on this green earth to appreciate the finer nuance of what those who don't understand would call potty humor. In fact, on this edition of Take It to the Bank, we celebrate one who was not only more famous and more talented than I, he was a lot dirtier, too. (laughs) Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart was renowned for the naughty letters he sent to family and friends, and in fact, wrote this in a letter to his cousin Marianne in the 1700s, a poem that goes as follows, and I quote, I now wish you a good night, Poop in your bed with all your might, sleep with peace on your mind, and try not to kiss your own behind. Unquote. And it should be noted I cleaned that up for the radio. And lest you think Mozart kept his dirty mind to his private letters, let me now point you to the 1782 composition called Lech mich im Arsch in B-flat major. Loosely translated from German, the song title means Kiss My Butt. (laughs) His publishing company later translated both the title and the words to the song into something more publicly acceptable. All of that information about Mozart you can take to the bank. That's the best part of it right there. (laughs) The music? Yes, yes. Like Mick Marsh. Yeah. Well. <laughs> In B flat major. Oh, mercy. <laughs> oh, it's all true. It's stuff you well, can take to the bank. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's just, um, I mean, I'm stunned a little bit. <laughs> you know, I think history has a way of whitewashing the way, so, you know, people really were. And 
Mozart had a dirty mind. <laughs> I thought when we cued Mozart, yeah. it was a good thing. <laughs> a happy-go-lucky kind of thing. Well, I mean, that's certainly the way the song sounds, but nope. Poop jokes all the way. Cliff, anything said today? As a matter of fact, there were. Phrases of the day, start with number three. I've never scrubbed a chicken. Number two. I've never fallen victim to an aggressive goose. <laughs> but the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, like mich im Arsch, in B-flat major. Yeah, we don't need the translation again. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.